Hey guys, welcome to my podcast, Check It Out by Jules, where we have conversations about life. Sometimes we don't know where our conversation is going to lead, but we know it will always be relatable. So stay tuned for our next episode. See you soon. What's up? What's up? What's up? Hello. 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 What's up? What's up? Not, How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You can hear me good? Yes, we can hear you. So, oh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so it is. So now we are here with Check It Out by Jules. This is episode three. We are still in our series, Work life adjustments in quarantine it is still the essential worker edition and today we are talking to none other than daniel also known as prince zoe Mm -hmm. also known as um civil service hero (laughs) (laughs) you know (laughs) if i can say so myself yeah yeah if i can say so myself so (laughs) daniel today you get a chance to talk to the people and we get to really understand how is this pandemic impacting um, you in your field? So tell us a little bit about you and what you do and what your day-to-day normally looks like. And um, we're going to get into also how has your day-to-day shift since all of this has occurred. Okay. Um, well, thank you for inviting me. First and foremost, thank you for inviting me to your podcast. You know, it's, a, it's you, an honor. You. It's an honor to be one of your guests. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, well, I work, um, I'm a police officer, so, you know, basically our day-to-day is, you know, you know, you know, maintaining the control of the community as we go through this epidemic right now, um, you mm-hmm. know, making sure everybody practices social distance, um, and making sure that, you know, everybody is safe, responding to dangerous jobs, assaults, and burgs, and robberies, and whatever you see on TV, you know, that's what we respond to. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um, for right now, you know, you know, times are kind of different. Since, like, March, we have to, uh, you know, there's not a lot of people that are working and stuff like that. So now there's a lot of people at home. So now you have to control things that happen in the household now. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, mm-hmm. tensions arise, people are home for too long. So that's kind of, you know one aspect and another aspect is like trying to control the urge of gathering together um mm. you know people you know people you know new yorkers we we are used to that you know we get together you know have some drinks whatever you know just to just talk and stuff and things escalate and you know it becomes it, it starts from five and then it becomes 60 and then you have to control that um, mm. that is what some of the things that we have to deal with and, um, you know, trying to have people exercise, you know, wearing face masks, um, mm. because people don't wear face masks, people, you know, walking around and stuff. So we have to constantly remind people, Hey, you got to wear your face mask. Cause you know, it's kind of like a New York mandatory thing now that, um, mm-hmm. the governor put together, but, um, that is some of the things that we got to deal with as we speak. Mm, okay okay um also um as everybody doesn't know he's in new york 
um, New York, police officer. New York, yeah. And New York is a is a metropolitan city that is very huge, very, very, very huge. So I could definitely understand the high amounts of stuff that you guys have to deal with um, on a day to day. So let's talk about let's talk a little mm-hmm. bit about you said um you interacting with individuals and now it's like a lot of reminders and trying to keep them regulated. How has your interactions now shifted with the mandates in place um, than like compared to what it was before? Your interactions with civilians, like how has that changed now? What's the difference from before to now? Yeah. So basically like now it's kind of... um, you know, difficult um, because, you know, now with the whole coronavirus, you don't know who has what. So, you mm-hmm. know, now that we have to take precautions into how we really interact with them, we have to have have a safe distance and make sure that we don't interact with them too closely. Um, that's why we're mandated as police officers to always wear face masks when we go in to interact with anybody. Um, just if they're talking to us or we're responding to a job or what, and whatnot, that's the difficult part because sometimes you know, you know, like the presence is not really there. If you if you understand what I'm saying, like we have to be for safe distance and tell them what to do from like six feet apart. Like, hey, don't mm. do this, don't do that. And now too, it's just like, um, people are home now or outside they have nothing to do so what people in new york do you know what we do better like some people out here they just drink so now they get Mm -hmm. belligerent and stuff now you have to like really go hands-on because um they're not really listening or complying to something that could eventually save their life or whatnot you know so we try not to you know sometimes the verbal judo that we use Mm-hmm. The de-escalated situation may not work in these type of situations because they're not, you know, observing or they're not understanding what you're saying. Um, so now we have to, you know, go by other means, which, you know, most of the time we do not want to because we don't want to contract the virus or contract mm-hmm. whatever they may have. Um, I think that's the difficulty that we have right now um, during this time. So it's like, so people are like taking advantage of this situation right now. Like, so they know that you guys have to stay six feet apart um, due to the mandate, right? So then they take, they're taking advantage of that. And they're like, yeah, I could, I could stay whatever I want, do whatever. I don't got, I don't got to hear you because you're not going to, you're not going to be so quick to come to me or approach me as you would um, if this pandemic was in place. So yeah, yeah. In, in in some in some cases you understand, but you know there's sometimes you just have to you know like you know we understand people's frustration and we really have mm-hmm. nothing to do. You know mm-hmm. we are sitting home, we're not working, or we're probably working from home. We just finished working. You know people still want to talk to friends. We socialize. You know New York people are very outgoing. Um, we have you know, but you know sometimes they just have the urge to just you know want to chill with their friends and And we have no problem with that but as we speak we cannot have those type of gatherings because we don't want to spread the coronavirus from one another so you know if we could you know de-escalate or have you know stop the social gatherings 
get maybe we could decrease the, the amount of deaths, um, mm-hmm. and then we could eventually get New York reopened. So, in terms of you guys, well, you know, I know that there's different levels for you guys in terms of um, where you are in your in your status, but I, you, but you're out there every day. So, um, I know that a lot of you ride with your partners. How has has anything changed in terms of like? you guys being able to ride together or no, these things are still in place where you just have to put in um, precautionary measure. Like, has that, has that impacted even like how, how you guys travel in pairs? Um, yeah. Um, we have to wear a mask. As everybody, we have to, um, if we're standing, we cannot stand close to each other. We have to have a, you know, safe distance. We, we basically go, you know, with the rules that um, New York City tells us, tells everybody to do. Um, mm-hmm. It kind of, it's kind of difficult. So, you know, you don't try to speak too closely. Um, you know, we try to make, you know, minimize touching things because, mm-hmm. you know, some people, you know, some people have coronavirus, you know, have no symptoms, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, you know, you don't want to, endanger somebody else that's going to use the vehicle next um after you you understand so you know we have to sanitize the cars um daily um we make sure we sanitize the cars daily and making sure that you know we are using gloves um washing our hands continually so those things are like not our daily routine well was my daily routine to wash my hands but you know like wearing masks bleaching the car and um, using hand sanitizer every five seconds, um, meaning to save distance from each other in the car as well. So, you know, it it changes. It changed dramatically as this epidemic started. Okay. Okay. Um, we've been and you talk about sanitizing, and at this point, it's very critical for everyone to have all the po- the necess- the necessity the necessary um, equipment, tools, materials, and and cleaning supplies in order to be precautious, right? So um, you guys are not the hospital, right? But you guys are still very vital to the day-to-day work in our government. Um, So we constantly hear about what it is that the hospital needs, right? Mm -hmm. But for you guys, we're not hearing much of that. At least I'm not hearing much of that. So how how are you guys managing with making sure you guys have the PPE equipments that you need to ensure that all of you are safe as, Uh, um, as cops? Um, to be honest, we get, um, sufficient equipment. Um, I think, um, you know, they provide us with masks, um, Mm -hmm. disinfected sprays, uh, hand sanitizer, clubs. Um, we get that on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Well, from where I am, so you know we, you know I think we cannot really complain about that. I can't speak for the whole, um, but I can't really complain. I'm gonna just speak on my behalf. Mm-hmm. Um, but we get we get gloves and we get all the um protective masks that we need to go that we need to go outside and to make sure the city's safe. Are you guys getting the N95 mask? Or is it like a mix? Are you guys getting the N95 only? Or are you guys getting a mix of masks? Like a mixed type um, of I'm, mask? 
Um, we get the N95. We get the N95. And then we get the regular um, blue cotton ones. But mm-hmm. we get we get both. We get both. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And do you get one for one shift or like? Um. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Guys, I know that they. Um. Daniel saying that. Um. They get a sufficient amount of um equipment, but if you feel like your heart a lot wants you to um to support and donate um anything for them in particular. Feel free to hit him up on um, Instagram at Prince Zoe, and uh, you can talk about what is the best way that you can help and support. Because again, um, with a lot of the in- essential workers out there doing their thing and really are at the core of um, keeping our keeping our city safe, um, there's a lot that we can do. So finding out what we can do to support and help keep everyone safe, um, hit him up so you can see how you can help. Okay, we want to be part of the solution and not the problem. Amen. This is what I'm talking about. So um so talk about now like going into work, leaving work. Now, how has some of your routines changed? Because I know like you guys don't necessarily have to get dressed going to work, like like in your uniform, you guys can change at work. But how has now going into work and leaving work, how has like those in between things that you guys would normally do, how has that changed or has it not? Um, it hasn't really changed. Um, because you know, uh when you you know, we have to I guess what you can say really changes is when you have to um, well, coming into work, you know, you come in with your regular clothes, you do what you have to do, change, and um, and then you go, you know, we do what the regular procedures that we do. I think the thing that really changes is, like, really cleaning the car. So you're mm. essentially, like, doing car wash. Um, mm. I think that's what really changes. Um, and, you know, we got to do car wash, making sure everything is clean, making sure you know, everything is sanitized, making sure you're sanitized, making sure you have the proper equipment to go out in the field. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to really, you know, those are things that we didn't have to really make sure we had because we didn't have to wear gloves. Well, we have to wear gloves, but we didn't have to make sure we had gloves or, you know, or make sure we had the mask and stuff like that. So I think that's what really changed mm-hmm. coming into, you know, coming into work, um, or leaving to go home, I mean. Um, basically, it's kind of, that hasn't really changed um, because the next person that's going to use the car has to sanitize it before they use it. Um, but we make sure that, you know, we come when we come in from work, we wash our hands because, you know, we're interacting with, um, we could accidentally touch something because we're not always, you know, like, oh, put your gloves on because, you know, sometimes you might forget because you're in the heat of things, you know, mm-hmm. and you're touching different things and stuff like that but you come in wash your hands and then you know you make sure that you separate your clothes that you go home with with your work clothes um and making sure those two don't you know meet so you don't bring any germs to the household um I think that's pretty much you know routine for anybody um Mm -hmm. well I hope so um (laughs) but um yeah it really hasn't changed much it's just the beginning I'm just in the first half of the day and pretty much the end is kind of routine. 
Okay. Okay. So then, <clears throat> so you were saying about the mask. So it gets turned over to someone else to use for the next no, shift? No, no, no. Oh, okay. no, no, no. It's just, um, we use one mask, your mask, you throw it out, and then okay. you, when you come for the next shift, you get a mask. Okay, you get a new one. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, so with everything happening, what has become now the highest, like, in numbers? Is it like, has it been domestic violence? Has it been, um, has it been the, cause of arrest for for like smaller misdemeanors like what has like now increased and what has now decreased because now kids are not in school necessarily they're in school virtually right so they're spending a lot mm -hmm. of time home so I'm saying this just thinking like you have kids now who are forced to stay home all day and maybe a really tough situation whereas school was the outlet and now teachers can't even um, assess like physical, visually assess what's happening with kids, um, and even what's happening with parents to be able to be those first. Um, I, I forgot what we what, what what we called it. Not not first responders, but um, you know we're the first callers. We're mandate mandate reporters, right? So like, what has changed? Is, have you seen an increase in these particular situations, or less of a, less of a reporting of these types of situations, um, like, or anything else in general? Well, we could go off of what. Um, well, there was a news article. I mean, like, oh, it was on the news, basically. Like, you know. We are getting an increase in certain areas, into like murders or grand larceny, autos and um, burglaries, I believe, mm -hmm. um, which is very bizarre to me because everybody's home. But um, um, those sort of three that you know that the department has said it's increased. Um, in my in like my experience, I don't really see a upscale in um, domestic violence or anything. Mm -hmm. That's just me. It could be different for somebody else that works somewhere else. Um, but I think it's it's kind of the same. Um, you know, everything is, you know, relatively the same. If I'm I'm thinking about it right now, I don't really see an upscale in like um domestic violence or anything. Um, but you can you get like an increase in like social gatherings because mm -hmm. people are calling for that. And people don't want these social gatherings and stuff. We see an increase in that mm -hmm. because, you know, people tend to do things in their house or they'll find a little secret location to do uh, a little get together and stuff like that. We do see a increase maybe in 311 calls, mm, okay. um, you know, because that's what the mayor mandated people to do if you see a social gathering to call 311. Um, so I would say that's the increase in, in my experience. Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, you know, murders are up, um, grand larceny autos are up, and burglaries, um, those things are kind of, you know, by mistake where somebody could just leave their key in their car and just walk away and go to the store, you know, because with the push to start, you know, you don't necessarily need a key. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, the car can travel, you know, those are, those are the things and stuff like that, and, um, you know, everybody's home and everybody, you know, with burglaries, you know, I don't know how that happened and you know, people are home. Um, but uh, you know, with murders, you know, 
things happen. Um, you know, some could be a for some are just, you know, off like rage, you know, because, you know, people are home and they don't know what else to do. Yeah. And just, Impulse decision and stuff. Yeah. Um. But those are the three categories that I would say in New York. Um. That was you know publicly stated in the news. Um. That are up as crimes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I can. I can definitely. Um. Imagine like because of people lost in job, people lost in um. And just like mental health is probably like just the way they deal with things are now increasing. Like mm-hmm. so, yeah, those those impulsive reaction to things are happening, or like people are just like, yo, I need to find a way to survive. And if somebody else have it, I may got I got I may have to take it. So I can I can kind of understand. Not in totality, I can kind of mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. why there's like a, a an increase in certain things, um, but. I just always worry about kids, parents, because, you know, just coming from the educated background, it's like we usually can visually visually see what's happening to students on a day to day and we can mandate, we can, we can report it. But now it's like, there's a worry of like what we don't, what we cannot see. And kids are stuck in this everyday life um, situations now more so they're forced to it because they have nowhere to go and their and parents don't have anywhere to go. So how so I just wonder if there's been an increase in report or a decrease. But you answered my yeah. question. You answered my question. <laughs> what did you say? I, I said but you answered my question. You answered it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like so now I kinda just kinda I'm I'm getting ready to shift a little bit in gears, but I kinda wanna know like for you for you and your and your colleagues, like how like how what is your perception on all of this? Like what do you guys what have you guys talked about in terms of the way this has like really impacted people? What has been the conversation? I think people you know, I think people are going through it um, mm-hmm. because, you know, like with me, with um, the couple days off that I have, just like to sit home and to do the things, the same things over and over, sleep, watch TV, eat, sleep, eat, watch TV, or, you know, it's kind of like depressing in a way when mm-hmm. you're so, when your norm is to go out, go to the store for X amount of time and, you know, um, go out, go to, you know, eat something at a restaurant or socialize with your friends. Um, I sympathize with, you know, New Yorkers because it's really, it's really tough. You can't, you know, um, especially with the deaths too, um, you know, that, that are going up at a rap- rapid rate, um, you know, and you can't really see your loved ones um, after they go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you kind of have that genuine heart um, for those that are staying home and making sure, because, so, you know, when you go to, you know, certain jobs and stuff, you can understand the frustration. You, you know, you sit in here, you know, things could be one good one time and then next thing you know, it could escalate from zero to 100 real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so you try to de-escalate that situation because, you know, not, you don't necessarily mean to, but it just happened that this situation happened. They called the police. Um, but, you know, I sympathize with all New Yorkers. It's tough. It's tough, especially you're not working. You have to 
think about certain things, how you're going to get the bills paid and how, you know, you have to get groceries for your family. It's tough. It's tough. It's very tough. It's very tough. Um, but, you know, I think New York will get through this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if we just exercise what the governor is um, asking us to do um, or the United States is asking us to do, I think we will get through it at a, you know, at a rapid pace. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the mayor said that he's going to open up New York City. I believe June first. Mm, um, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Who, who knows? Um, but you know, if we practice wearing a mask, practice social distancing, I think New York will get through it. Mm, okay, good. So at least I don't have to ask you what what are the tips you have for people because you just you just told us right, like yes, yes, stay yes. home, wear a mask. Wear, wear, gloves. <laughs> wear gloves. Yeah. Don't be out in these streets if you do not need to, and don't be trying to party it up or link up right yeah. now. Right now, you know, because we we're gonna wait to the second wave <laughs> of everything of when the city opens. Do not do the first one. <laughs> do the second one. It's just like the iPhones. When you buy an iPhone, don't buy the first iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, yeah. If we wanna, if we wanna more lit summer, then just just wait, just just chill, just, just wait. wait. <laughs> just just give it to maybe August. I say August. If he opens up the city in June first, I say August first. I think we could start, you know, with the small groups with ten or fifteen people at most. You know, something very light. Um, <laughs> still ha- I still have your precautions though, but um, but by you know, but. Uh, beginning of fall um i think we should be okay 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 so this is what he's saying he thinks guys are his opinions he's not saying that these are definite numbers these are definite months these are definite time in which the city's gonna open up aside from what the governor has said but he's just saying in his opinion like what he's mm-hmm. thinking so we're just gonna clean clear that up as a disclaimer um, so no one, you know, no one says, oh, they heard this, that. No. Okay. So we just gonna put that disclaimer yeah, out there. <laughs> put that disclaimer out there, please. <laughs> so, so you have a rough, so you, you know, some days for you are really good. Some days are rough days and, you know, you don't have to come home with work necessarily as maybe other people. So let's talk about like, what do you do? What do you do for self-care? when you do get home because if you guys don't know daniel's also a social butterfly just as my other guest was he 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 know he loves people <laughs> he loves interacting with people and he loves family but we we can't do that anymore you can't do that not you know at least not the way we want to so what are some things that for you you do as self-care self-care mm-hmm. um so basically what I do is I, um, in terms of the, through this epidemic, right? Yep. At this time, now that you're oh, home, okay. you can't be out with your boys like that or your people. You can't just go out. Because normally for some people, that's self-care. Like, I get to just, you know, go out, be with my peoples. And that's my thing. And that's what looks like self-care for me. But what are some other things now that you can't be out like that and see friends and loved ones like that? What are some things that you have put in place for you? as self-care, especially with the fact that you um, deal with a lot on a day-to-day? So, you know, after, like, work and, you know, coming home from work, um, 
you know, everybody knows that, know me, that Kompa keeps me sane. So that's one. <laughs> that's one. Um, I kind of, uh, you know, get the sleep that I need. Because, you know, through this um, pandemic, I think we, um, or I, um, need to catch up on sleep. Because sometimes when this epidemic is over, um, this is when, you know, we have to do longer shifts or we have to do certain things. So I take advantage of sleep. Mm. Um, sleep is very important. Um, but throughout, you know, throughout this whole thing, I try to do remedies. The Haitian WhatsApp University remedies. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I think, um, shout out to the president. I don't know who the president is, but um, I make sure, you know, I... You know, as much as we make fun of the remedies, they kind of work. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of. Some of them. Uh, some of them are just questionable. But I, I drink ginger tea when I come from work. Mm. Um, when I go to work, I drink ginger tea and coming home from work. Okay, good. Um, I make I make sure I um, wash hands before I come into the house. Um, one thing that my father had well both of us we are uh, when we come from outside we take off our clothes at the door okay um take off your Lysol everything um and store them at a different area where we store our regular clothes okay um so those are some of the things that we do some things I do sorry um in terms of self-care making sure that nothing comes home because I have an elderly father mm. um so yeah, coming from outside, I don't know if I'm contracting it. I may be asymptomatic mm-hmm, to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I make sure that, you know, nothing comes home. So where my dad um, does not have to catch it. Um, so that's what I do on a daily basis. Okay. Routine. Okay. I like that. I like that. Because, uh, you know, some people take for granted um, what this time means. And for you, the fact that you understand that, you reflecting like you're not, and it's a good time for me to catch up on sleep. I think some people take that for granted, and you are not. You're like, nah, I'm gonna really use this time to do that because once once the yeah. once the going gets tough, I or we get back on that regular routine, I'm no longer am able to um to have that type of you know time again. So I'm glad that you also see the positive at this time, like, you know, what it is that you can do and how it benefits you. So that's a really good thing. Yeah. 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 Um, and, um, I'm glad you also think you, you think about like who's around me in my personal space that I have to consider when I come home. Cause I'm out there on the day to day and I got to make sure mm-hmm. that when I come home, I'm thinking of not only myself, but how, um, how can I make sure that they're okay, they're safe by, the, by you know, implementing certain precautionary measures to ensure that we're all good. So I'm, I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, is there any, anything you want to tell, any final thing you want to tell the people? Um, be safe, everyone. Um, make sure... Like I've been saying for um, the beginning of this podcast, make sure you do, um, you wash your hands, um, make sure you practice social distancing, um, and make sure you stay away from each other. How about mm-hmm. that? We could do that for a change for, for you know, two months, for a little bit. We're going to be back to it um, 
just make sure you pray a lot because this could be a, a very depressing mm-hmm. time and and you're not working and you know the unemployment check not coming through we i understand i understand but um we'll get through this um keep god um first um tune in to my sister's next podcast <laughs> um i'm pretty sure the next guest is going to be better oh, than please. me oh please oh um, please <laughs> But tune in to my sis podcast. Um, everything the family does is great. If you and you can tune in Fridays at nine o'clock for um, IG Live with Sister mm-hmm, Becky. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably would be back if you tune in to um, last Friday's episode. <laughs> the quarantine, quarantine with Becky. Yo, <laughs> yeah, it's quarantine with Becky. That's what it is. Um, but continue to support my. My sisters through this difficult time, and we're gonna continue it after this is over because you know they're very extremely talented. <laughs> so um, please support, please support. Um, we want to say one first, first and foremost, we want to say thank you for all that you do as um, a police officer, a public servant, um, worker, uh, a civil hero. You know, to be quite frank, because um, right now. You guys did not get enough credit, and I wanted to make sure I open up the platform for you guys to get the credit. You know what I'm, you know what I mean. So we we really mm-hmm, want to mm-hmm. thank you, along with the healthcare workers, but we do want to thank you also for what it is that you are doing out there. And again, anyone who wants to support, even though they are getting things. Again, um, maybe there's another precinct that may not begin as much. So if you want to support and be part of helping them get all the resources that they need at this time, please hit up Prince Zoe on IG so that you can find how find um, ways that you can support him, them, in, or others in his field. Okay, so that's definitely one thing. Um, Daniel, you are always amazing, you know, have a special place in my heart, just like my sisters. So thank you for being on our third episode of Check It Out by Jules, where we really are talking about how this is um, this pandemic is really impacting you guys out there. Thank you so much for coming on today. No yeah. problem. Yeah. So guys. <laughs> so guys. <laughs> so guys. So that's it. Until our next episode, share, like, whatever have you. Um, and see you next time. <laughs> Later. So thank you for tuning in to another episode with Check It Out by Jules. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and also our guests. Our guests are always awesome and we always thank you for being on. So until next time, bye.